not the experts is here i'm back titus yo it's titus man i got a special guest he invited me on his podcast during the super bowl man it's a black and white thing my guy a1 a good friend of mine what's, what's up, up man? salute 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 what's going on with you man not much man we got a big week uh y'all don't know a1 is a 49ers fan I'm an Eagles fan. The fate of the NFC is on the line Sunday. Everything is at stake. <laughs> everything, everything is at stake. For the um, Niners. For the Niners, yeah. I think everything is at stake. Yeah, a matchup that um became a robbery in like five months. It's gotten very, it's gotten very <laughs> dark. It's, it's gotten very dark between the two of us. Between two of these man, <laughs> man, man. It's gonna be like. I, I'll say this. I know um, Eagles fans have a reputation. When you go to their stadium, it is not in the in your best interest to wear opposing team colors. And I would suggest for any Niners fans who are going to the link on Sunday, um, you might want to keep that fandom close. To, keep it in your heart. Yeah. Don't don't display it proudly because um, I just like you said, things have gotten pretty crazy pretty quickly. And um, yeah, it's not from the opening kickoff like it's gonna be war in them stands too if you got on Niners cover so oh yeah you know. and think about think about Niners fans is I've seen the videos Niners fans they ain't going for much nonsense either it can get <laughs> real weird it can- <laughs> yeah listen listen so you know I went to last year um for my birthday we went to San Francisco my first time went out yeah. there when the Chiefs played the Niners um you know and it was a pretty it was a pretty cool experience um except for like at a certain point like third or fourth quarter the game is now out of hand the Chiefs are going to win comfortably and you got I mean like there's a lot of Chiefs fans you know in the in the building that day especially in the section I was in so you got a little bit of back and forth between the fans going back and forth that cussing each other out close to a fight and my son looks at me he goes dad this doesn't happen in Kansas City and I'm like and I'm like well this is partially true because there's more Chiefs fans around us than other fans but I'm like but you just haven't you have you keep on living, right? That's what our parents right. used to tell us and our grandparents. Keep yeah. on living, son. You right. keep going to games, you'll find out pretty soon that Arrowhead can turn up too. You just right. ain't seen it in your in your nine years at that time of existence. You just have not experienced it quite yet. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, it's real. So uh overall, man, what are your thoughts on the season so far? For, for um I am I mean, I'm happy with where they are. They're leading the division, they're second in the conference. Would I I've loved for them to be able to come go into this game with only two losses or maybe one losses, you know, that three game stretch where, you know, they lose to the Vikings, the Browns, and I'm blanking on who the third loss was to. Cincy. Um, Cincy. Yeah. That was the third of the three. Um, you know, Brock Purdy. It was funny. The game, when they played the Cowboys, I went, you know, this was the first time. Cause I'm, I'm a pessimist. I'm a sports pessimist. So I'm always expecting the worst. Right. Right. And so I went into that game going, you know what? this is the first time I thought that maybe this guy could be a franchise quarterback because to that point, I thought he's a good quarterback. Like right. his the, the Shanahan system, if you work it like it's supposed to be worked, you'll be great. Um, and then adversity hit. And then the entire world was like, Steve, we told you he was trash. And I'm just like, well, he's not as bad as you're making him out to be. He's not as good as everybody wants him to be, but he's been consistently good. And that's what this offense and what this team needs. It would be great to have Patrick Mahomes, even Jalen Hurts. But if you can simply operate the system, you'll be fine. The defense had his hiccups. The Wilkes came from the booth down to the field, and the things seem to be – the defense seems to be firing. I'm pretty sure getting Chase Young helps in that regard. Um, but, yeah, man, like I feel really good about this team's chances. Um, Philly, 
the Cowboys, the the Lions, they're all going to be tough outs. To me, I expect that to be in some shape or form the divisional round, those four teams, because I feel like the NFC, you have those four teams who are head and shoulders above everybody else. And then there's like the second tier of maybe on if the circumstances are right, they can beat you. So I feel good. I feel good. How about you? How you feel about your team going into this game? Man? Just once this season, I would like a stress-free week. Just one time. Like, I have not had a peaceful, like, oh, cool, game's over, third quarter, we we chilling, we up, we good. I've not had that this year. It's It's been a lot. Um, It's been a confusing year for me because, you know, I'm pretty real. Like, I, I talk on, you know, I you know I get crazy a couple times on the internet, but it's mainly during Cowboys week. And, and anytime I get to, like, upset Cowboys fans, I'm, I'm taking the opportunity immediately. That's just what I live for. So... <laughs> You you be going crazy on Cowboys week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Cowboys week. Going... But after the way that game went, I said I'm not I'm not doing that this time. Nah, y'all. Nah. <laughs> nope. It was too close. That was too close to the edge for me. But um, I just think this team obviously is not as dominant as last year. But last year was kind of you don't you just don't get those kind of years in the NFL. It's just not normal to get those kind of years for an entire season. So I understand that not being a factor. But I am concerned with the play calling in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, is it like? This team is getting by off mentality, which is good. You got a mentality of we not gonna fold no matter what. Uh, because let me tell you something, A1. If a few years ago, before the Jalen Hurts Sirianni era, a 17-7 lead at halftime, we can pack it in. We're we're going home. <laughs> we're, we're done for the day. You know, uh a, a, a bad interception's coming, a fumble, you know, and then um not blaming Carson Wentz. It's it was a dark time. So uh I, I just know like what would have happened back then. So like seeing this team just have no fold in them at all is very encouraging. I think that's a big part of playoff football anyway. Right, but, you know, right. it, realistically, I've been saying this since the early part of the season when, like, because I was debating with some of my Eagles friends, like, they're like, oh, we're winning games. Like, that's cool. But y'all know what the schedule is after, like, week six, right? Y'all know what they're about to do to us. Like, I don't want to – we can't go into these games like this. Like, we just can't. And we've been getting away with it still. But it's still, like – it feels like the level we need to get to still that we're not at yet. And I don't know how long it can run. I'm, I'm gonna say as long as look, as long as get it done, cool. I'll I'll be stressed out. God ain't stressing me out this much for no reason. He not putting me through this for nothing. All right, this got to lead to something. This got to lead to something. Man, so <laughs> I'm gonna tell you though, like I, Nick Sirianni, like so I don't dislike. I don't I, in sports. I dislike very few teams or people. Yeah. Right for fun for sport. I hate Russell Wilson. I don't really hate Russell Wilson. Right. And to be honest it's become such high fashion to hate on Russell Wilson that I can't even really do it. It felt like, like I was a Drake fan before Drake blew up. And then when like the best <laughs> I ever had came out and everybody's like, Oh my God, he's the greatest ever. And I'm like, that's not even the best song on the mixtape, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's how it is with me and Russell Wilson. But anyway, I digress. But I feel like Sirianni is building up a level of um, the Eli Apple of coaches, if you will. <laughs> he's he's creating a track record where like all of his antics it has to pay off in a Super Bowl win because if it doesn't yes and and I said I, I started that whole this whole diatribe to say like yeah. I I hate Villanova basketball with a passion now I hate the Seattle Seahawks with all of my heart the USC Trojans and the Michigan Wolverines because I'm a Notre Dame fan but Nick right. Sirianni is he's rising up the Kofi list I mean, he is skyrocketing up the Kofi list right now. And like his actions at the end, walking out of Arrowhead. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Shut up, bro. Like you're a coach. Like that's group chat behavior. 
That is online <laughs> troll behavior. This is not becoming of an NFL head coach. And that's what he reminds me of. He's like the, the, the that one annoying cowboy friend who no matter how bad they get smacked, no matter how many losses they pile up, who is all at the second of misfortune that shows up for the Eagles is in your mentions. I'm like, <laughs> that's what Sirianni reminds me of. And like, if they don't win this, the, the, there is a, um, I forget the name of the other move when Goku summons the, the huge glowing the ball. The spirit bomb. There's a spirit bomb of slander. Oh, that is yeah. prepared to come Sirianni's way if they don't pay this off with a championship. Cause he's just, he's just stacking it up. He's yeah, stacking yeah. it up. Yeah. And, and you know, so yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's funny because in the press conferences he's normal, but like all the all the answers are on field stuff. On the field, he's a psycho. He's a total psycho. Um, <sighs> and you know, we embrace that about him. Like, I'm look pretty sure y'all love it. Yeah. Listen, yeah. as long as y'all I have had that thought. Is- I've had a thought when this goes bad. If this goes bad at any point, boy, it's gonna be ugly. It's gonna get nasty for them, for really him do- and for y'all. Yeah, because I really do think his mentality and Hurst's mentality just mesh perfectly. Like, Hurst's mm-hmm. kind of the low-key but super confident guy. Tyrion's the arrogant kind of cocky guy. But it manifests itself in this team that always believes we're going to win this game no matter what. We know what we're doing. We're going to win this game no matter what. Which I think is super important. I think that's like having having this guy that kind of culture around. It's like, okay, the culture is there. And that that's good. The culture of winning is here. We went and got all the SEC players who all they did was win in college. So that was awesome. You know, they came, they brought it with them. Like, oh, y'all like to win. We like winning too. It was great. You know, they brought that with them. <laughs> so uh, it's a good balance. But yeah, I have definitely thought like when this goes, that's going to be funny. But I defend him against Kansas City because listen, Andy Reid had never lost in Philly to Kansas City or in Kansas City to Philly. All right. It was a lot. You know, he had heard it all week. It was my man had a lot of energy to get off. All right. He had a lot of energy to let go he, of in that moment. He's oh, he hasn't been with Philly for his entire life. Like he's all in one. He's all one against Philly. Like, what? No, no. That man, he didn't get the monkey, didn't get released off his back. Like, that doesn't make up yeah. for the Super Bowl loss. You won the game, which is he dope. Didn't. It was, yeah. which, what, I'll say this about that game. That was a great game. Um, it was, to me, there have been three games, and I guess if you count, um, who played, not not the Sunday night game. There was another game that happened this weekend that kind of, oh, I mean, y'all in, in Buffalo. They had yeah. that feel of playoff football in the regular right. season. Um, the Chiefs and the Eagles had that feel. Cowboys and Eagles had that feel. And to me, the beginning of Niners, Cowboys had that feeling then until the Niners just started slapping them around all over the place. Right. And so, like, to me, that was that was a super fun game to watch. Um, again, as a Chiefs supporter, you know, I, I tried to be there for all my friends to be a shoulder to cry on um, because, like, it didn't have the ending that they wanted. The offense sucked in the second half. Yeah. But at, to get back to your point about the Eagles and them, seemingly finding ways to win games. I find that that is an admirable quality. And to be honest, part of the reason why I say that this game coming up this weekend is it's all the pressures on the Niners is because they're two games behind the Eagles. Like I watched, I watched that Eagles game Sunday. And when, you know, they make the 60, 59 yard field goal, I turned into old boy from uh, breaking bad. They can't keep getting away with it. You know, like that game was like a a triple whammy. Not only did the Niners not make up a game, but then I'm going in fantasy against Jalen Hurts and I had Josh Allen. And when Jalen scores a touchdown, that becomes the winning margin of victory. 147 points. No. And I lost. No. I lost. Yes. And I'm just like, 
what? So now, so for the Niners, because of all the the crying, frankly, that they did in the offseason over this game, all the pressure's on them. Y'all talked all this stuff about if our quarterback wouldn't have got hurt, we would have won the game. We would have we beat the brakes off y'all. Y'all cried for several months, and I forget which player it was who said it. It was Hassan Reddick who was like, yeah, they talked all they talked crazy all off season. They cried off season, all off season. Now y'all get to come in our spot and and let let's let's strap strap it up. Let's go. Pause. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like let's <laughs> let's let's go. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. it, winning this game does not hurt Philly. They've made it through the gauntlet of their schedule. I went and looked at their schedule today and I'm like, they're like six games in a row where they they should have took two, three losses. And yet they are undefeated. Even if they lose this week, you got to go to Dallas. Even if you were to go on a two-game losing streak, right? That, that would suck because the Niners would be number one in the, in the NFC, but you would still have the lead over Dallas, right? Because I believe you have a better conference record than Dallas yeah, to this so. point. I think so, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I just, I want San Francisco to go in there and not die. You can't yeah, do all sure. this talking and die uh, because that has the ability to affect your season going forward. So, this is, you know, this is their last stand. If they want to have a shot at home field, they got to win. It will, it will be a listen. All due respect, I would like a stress free game this weekend. I'm, look, we got the same mindset. <laughs> just let's, let's get this over. Let's just figure this out, please. Um, yeah, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because they want the. I didn't, you know me. I've never had the same perception. I respect everything they do. I told you how much Fred Warner scared me last year. I'm like, that man terrifies me. He chased down the right receiver. I don't like that. I'm scared. <laughs> so you know how I felt about them. But yeah, the offseason, man, every it's like like once a week, it was somebody from Point I was talking like, yo, I understand your quarterback. I heard because I was even like, man, that's not the game I wanted for real, but you know, it is what it is. But like the talking, I'm like, yo, it's been five months. Why are you st- you still doing this? And I then feel like D ball was the like, biggest culprit. Yeah, like I think D ball, I think one of the safeties was talking kind of crazy. You like, yeah, I'm when I see him, I'm like, you gonna do what to who to Jalen? I bet you you better not. I'll come see. I'm a lose. I'm a lose, but I'll come see you. I'm a lose. <laughs> I'll come see you about that. I'm telling you right now. But yeah, it was like it's like yo, and it built. I feel like that's what built the animosity between the face. Like yo, okay, now I'm mad, and now and now we got a, this random rivalry they built up. A very toxic one. It's so toxic, so fast, so it. quickly. I'm, and from the from the and like my thing is is this like, look. There are certain guys who don't honestly, let's let's just put it this way. Trent Williams versus either Jordan Davis or Jalen Carter. Like let, let yeah. if we if we gonna go there, if we're gonna go there, let's just get the two biggest yeah. giants <laughs> from each squad and yeah. just say meet at meet at the 50 and y'all just squabble. Right. And we just gonna see who's gonna win because like I was it was Jordan Davis who got hurt in, the, in overtime and he got up and I'm just like that is a massive human being Yo. who, I mean, and he's chasing Josh Allen. He's like right. almost step for step. And I'm like, and there's an equally massive human being right <laughs> next to him on most plays. Right. Like how are they not just completely like there is no run game. Like your run game is non-existent. And to me that obviously for the 49ers, that's the key to every game because everything is keyed off their running game. But I am terrified because their interior line play has been so spotty this year that if Fletcher clock, excuse me, Fletcher Cox, if he's healthy, if Jordan Davis is healthy, if those three men are all healthy, that it's just going to be that little inside toss, their duos, all the out, even when they try to run stretch plays, they're just simply going to destroy everything they try to do. 
Um, and I, I don't know. I, I am full of anxiety. Well, I'm always full of anxiety when it comes to my sports teams, like I said, I but yeah. a little yeah. bit more than because this is the game of the week. It's going to be on, it's going to be the national game on Fox. Yeah. And yeah, man. Yeah, national no, games are another level. National games are another level of stress. It's like, all right, everybody watching it. Don't embarrass. Don't have me arguing with people who don't watch us play every week on the internet. Listen, trying to tell listen, me about my listen. team. So that's the worst. When the people who don't watch me trying to tell me about the same, like, yo, you don't even watch. You this is your first time seeing this all year. Shut up. Don't embarrass me in front of these white people, man. Yes. <laughs> don't, don't embarrass me in front of these white ultimate. people. And that and that's and that's the thing, right? As someone who watches every single game, there's nothing worse. Then when someone, so I'm going to make a reference to a, a player from who's no longer with the team. But Jimmy Garoppolo, all he does is win. Like, he, like how can you how can you be mad? And I'm like, I'm like, do you watch all the games or do you just watch the ones that show up, come up on national television? Because I pay for a Sunday ticket. I watch all of the out-of-market San Francisco games. And I can tell you he's not good. And so, like you said, like, if Purdy stinks it up, if he had, and it's going to be raining, Last time he played in the rain, it didn't go so well. Mm. And so it's just like, you know, if he has a, a clunker of a game, then all I'm going to hear is, see, I told you. I told right. you, Kirk Cousins to San Francisco? Yep. Question mark? And I'm like, oh, God. Oh. Yeah, that's the – the Purdy thing is funny because, like, because the robbery got intense, I became a Purdy hater because the robbery got intense. <laughs> I started You can't hate Purdy, man. Purdy don't do nothing to nobody. It's not his fault. I might have started calling it Brock Privilege in my group, in my friend, in my group chats. Wow. <laughs> I might have done that. Okay, this man got Debo wow. Brandon. He got Debo Brandon McCaffrey. They told me he like him, like he Brady. It's Brock Privilege over there. So, you know, I was, I was investing in the Brock Privilege is crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah. Yikes. Uh, but no, nah, Brock is actually the kind of quarterback that I kind of like. Like, I don't like these check down masters. Nah, nah, take some chances. Take chances. It might not work sometimes, but you know, you went for it. I'd rather you do that than not. Like we were talking to my friends about Jalen Turnovers here. I'm like, some of them are bad, some of them are unfortunate, but also some of them is just him like AJ Brown down there somewhere. And I'm good with that. You know why? Because he got AJ Brown. Throw it up. He might catch it. Throw it he up. Just might Absolutely. It. He might catch Absolutely. It. Yeah. I mean, I think I mean you obviously got to see a little bit of when they lost Trent, when they lost Debo, you know, yeah. things weren't as smooth, didn't go as smoothly. Um, I think he's still a good quarterback. I do wonder how the concussion he suffered in the Minnesota game, which I'm like, he developed concussion symptoms on the ride home. And I'm like, guys, now nah, he probably had them when yeah, that big D lineman that. jumped over the top and, you know, cracked him upside his yeah. head with his forearm. Um, but I mean, I, you're, uh, we are products of our environment, even, even from a, a quarterback mm-hmm. perspective. Yes. Having all those, all those players helps, but, the thing that I talk about people when I talk about him versus Jimmy is he's Jimmy plus. And I mean that in the the best way possible and not the most negative aspects of Jimmy's right. play. Um, he takes care of the ball much better than Jimmy Garoppolo ever did. Although he will say his turnover worthy plays are, is quite high. Uh, they are quite high. Um, but he still, t- he doesn't turn the ball over as much as Jimmy does. And he's, he will throw the ball deep. I think he, Right now, at least last I checked, he was the best, had the best completion percentage on passes 20 yards or further downfield, which Jimmy wouldn't even maybe once or twice a game, and then he would overthrow him just about every time. Um, so his accuracy has been pretty good on throwing those deep passes. It's the same thing when I talk about Mahomes, even with Hurts, right, because he's got a really good skill, a really good set of skill talent around him. They, these guys get open. They still got to put the ball on them. 
right? Like it doesn't matter right. if you're open, if you're throwing the right. ball behind them or you lead them into a big hit, um, under throwing them and they have to make these adjustments. And to me, that's the best part of Brock Purdy's game. When the offense is humming, he's getting back on that fifth step and that ball is going out, boom, it's a 20-yard out to Brandon Ayuk or he's getting the ball into the hands of Debo and CMC and letting them create, you know, and and to me, that's the big difference in his offense is with Jimmy, it was a bunch of get the ball in the hands of those guys and let them rack up the yak. With this yeah. one, it's get it 10, 15 yards down the field, then these guys can rack up the yak and we can really get some truly, truly explosive plays without them having to play Tecmo Bowl and weave through <laughs> the entire defense to make these plays, you know, yeah. happen. So Yeah. I like um, but no, like I think my biggest concern for the Eagles in this game, the D line is, is amazing. Of course, the trenches trench work fantastic but man slay and bradbury are in and we get cooked on occasion territory and it scares me especially bradbury my man, man. bradbury get cooked by once a week i've been saying my man's getting cooked like torched. that dallas gang he was the mark oh man like he was the mark and to the point where dak was just like like you talked about Jalen, just throw it up yeah. because aj down there somewhere I know Bradbury covering one of them. <laughs> Let me just throw it up. He gonna he gonna grab them. He gonna hold them. He not gonna right. be where he need to be. We gonna we good. And I right. feel like that last drive. That's exactly what happened. Where Bradbury at? Yes. Throw it at him. Yeah. Cool. Pass yeah. interference. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I've had this is the this is the one year where I've had the most lost feeling wins ever. <laughs> like the Chiefs game, in my mind, Scantlin caught the ball for about five minutes. I'm like. Mm. So, you know, I, I was devastated. The Cowboys game, they had the goal line. I've like, I've already, I'm already getting off angry, angry tweets about this loss in my brain. I'm like, yo, I'm so this is so stupid. Like, I'm I'm about to light Brian Johnson up because I don't know what he's doing. Like, you run the go a go route on third down. I what, what are we doing, Brian? You know, I had I had everything ready. We survived that. But I've had the most losses that end up in wins. Well, like, I haven't even celebrated. I, I had to, the Cowboys game, I had like a 24-hour recovery period for I was like, we won. Hey, hey, we won, man. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so let me ask you this. So you, it seems like what you're saying, because I'm the same way. Yeah. I'm a big, the process matters just as much as the result guy. 100%. Right? Um, and so for me, like, it's cool. Like, when the when the Niners were on that five-game winning streak to start the season, and I got people in my group chat, man, the Niners are the best team in football. I go to the shop, barbershop. Hey, man, your, your boys, they look like they Super Bowl contenders. I'm like, guys, they got the the line. They got issues. The secondary. The rush is not getting home. Like they've been able to live with all these things. They built up these leads. And so now people know they're passing. And so now you can pin your ears back, right? You can play a little bit more aggressively, yada, yada, yada. And then when the when the losing started to happen, I'm like, all of y'all who was in my face talking, just trying to, you know, get me to get me to get out here and, and start talking wild because y'all want to talk crazy. Don't say right. a word. Shut up. Yes. Yeah. Don't, don't yeah. talk to me. So yeah, it seems like you the process matters to you just as much as the result does. For sure, for sure. Cause I like when the goal is not being a young team, not trying to get some contract figures. When the goal is Super Bowl, you're looking at everything mm-hmm. like, yo, we can't get away with that in the playoffs. Like that might come back to bite you. I was in that Dolphins game, like, yo, this secondary right here with Tariq and and uh Tariq and and Jalen coming up, I I don't, I'm scared. I fear I fear this. You know, they got through that game like, oh, awesome. I don't know. That was the one good Eli Ricks game. I don't know where it came from. I don't know how he did it. I'm thankful. Appreciate it. You know, he, maybe he'll yeah, get back he, that one day. Um, but you know what the 49ers yeah, should do? He's been trouble. You know What's what 49ers should do? Uh, this sign could get convince the Chiefs to cut Kadarius Tony. He sees the Eagles. He's just 
the best player in the league when he sees the Eagles. I don't know what that's about, but he sees the Eagles. It's like, yeah, I'm good again. It's like, okay, bro, I've I've had enough of you. He, he I get nightmares about him. I, that's I saw him in that game. Like, this is just what you do, huh? Only against us, you just decide. You know what? No, I am. I'm good. And he seems to get hurt right after that too. Like he yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he played well, then he missed the next game with the injury. So yeah, that yeah. that's about par for his career at this point. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think we're the one thing wavelength. Which is why this isn't. Which is why I was like, hey, talking to A one's gonna be fun because like we can discuss this hate in a fun manner. Because neither one of us, you're like like the the fandom and our. I was like, that's what I was telling about. Yo, the fandom, the cheap Fortnite fan in my direct life, not it's awesome. It's cool. We don't have any heat. We don't have any. We don't have any tension. Uh, no, 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 you know? no. I might. Have, I, mean, I, might have, I might have tweeted when both was having a contract discussion that. Oh man, was hoping this went left. I might have said that, but you know that wasn't for you. It was about you. <laughs> yeah, you know. Listen, listen. There's nothing wrong with a little petty. You gotta right. be a little petty, right? Yeah, you know what I'm sure. saying? And so that's why I mean, granted, I wasn't gonna fire off no tweets if the if if the Eagles would have lost, but I, I definitely, you know, maybe a birdman hand rub, you know, we come into yeah. town you fresh see? off a loss, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. now, now we talking about home field on the line for real, for real now. Right. Okay, yeah. Right. Us and then the Cowboys back to back, a nice little three-game losing streak. Yeah, yeah. You know, and now like I'm looking at our schedule now, and it's like, okay, y'all get past these two weeks and you should be favored. And every game going forward, I'm actually surprised right now. Now I know the opening line had the Niners uh, minus one, and I'm I just like, that, yeah. I'm like, guys, like, like they don't need any more motivation. Like they're already motivated enough. Um, I'm pretty sure Nick is probably in their ear saying, "You see, you see Vegas, you see what see what they said that they got you guys minus as, as as underdogs in this game at home." You're, no, yeah. I mean, so, so I mean, you know, like I. I don't know, man. Like, this is – I think the thing I can appreciate about Philly is, like you said, that they seem to have this mentality of no matter what happens. They're down 17-7. They were down, what, 10 points most of – well, at least the third quarter. I think the third quarter is when they, when they really – they get the interception, which Josh – that's that's a he going to throw you he'll one. Give, he'll, give, he'll give you a shot. He'll give you a chance. At least one. At least he'll one. A chance. Uh, and you know, like you know, he throws a pick. They end up scoring. I think did they take the lead on that one, or is that and that's when it, it kind of went back next, and forth at that yeah, point? That, it was the next one, yeah. It was the next one. Next think, one, yeah. Next one, yeah. Um, and so it's just like you know, I, I, I can't. I I wanted to at one point. <laughs> I had two thoughts. I had the conclusion of that game. I went. Dallas couldn't do it. The Chiefs couldn't do it. <laughs> the Bills couldn't do it. But we gonna do it. That's right. my first thought. My second thought was I almost tweeted out the gift of Thanos getting up off the throne and saying, fine, I'll do it myself. You know what's, you know what's funny? I went I went browsing the 49 to subreddit to see how it was going over there. Um, first of all, the top eight posts were about the Eagles. I said, oh, yeah, this is real. Um, and, like, the second post was the Thanos gift. <laughs> yes, like, man. <laughs> like, dang, like, somebody, like, bro, like, they can't keep winning these games. Right. Like, I, I truly am hoping that you guys are using up kind of like the the Vikings, like all of your yeah. one score, good luck charm in the regular season and in the postseason, it all falls apart. I don't normally oh actually if it falls apart, it needs to be against the Niners. Like I don't want it to be because here's what I don't want to happen is it happens to like the Cowboys and then somehow the Niners make it to the NFC title game and now they gotta beat the Cowboys. Go I am terrified of facing the Cowboys again. Because yeah. all of the the betting line, the 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 narrative is going to be, oh, the the Cowboys can't do nothing with the Niners. Right. They look, they beat them up in the playoffs two years in a row. They beat them up in the regular season again this year. There's nothing y'all can do with them. And that, and I have to give it to Dakota. 
he is playing very good football right now. It's really good. Now, you know, it's it's against some bums, against some bad teams. But when he stinks against bad teams, we kill him. So when he plays right. well, you got to give him his kudos. For sure. And so, you know, I don't – this – let me ask you this. How do you – has any – do you feel that any team has played great football for the majority of the season? Because I feel like this this season the football has been I Like with, with, with flashes of really good play. I, I fully agree with that. Like I saw Brady said that the other day and people were getting on him like, he's right, though. This has not been like some excellent year of football. Everybody's just been kind of getting away. Every, everyone seems very flawed in a way that can be fatal at some point. Like yeah. I was back and forth. I was like, yo, it was one point during the season. I said, yo, the Lions are playing the best football in the NFL right now for a few weeks. And then I'm like, wait a minute. It's the Ravens. The Ravens are playing the best football. And you can't trust them to finish a game for anything. You can't trust them at all. They will not finish a game. They refuse. Like, nah, four quarters. Ah, nah. We, we good. They lose. They they lose at least two or three games. Here we go, guys. Come on, come right. on. Like you shouldn't have lost to the Colts. What what are we doing, guys? You shouldn't have lost to what? They lost to Pittsburgh, right? Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you doing losing the, in a game where you dominated just about every statistical category? What do you like? Right. That's my thing with the they their defense legit. Yes. Super legit. But as much as I like Lamar, I'm always concerned. That when it matters the most, I think he's only played in four playoff games. He's one in three. He hasn't been necessarily great in any of those games. He's done enough to get by in that one and it was subpar yeah. in all the other ones. I do have some concerns about him if he, even if with the home field, to me, it might be better for him to go on the road because I think the pressure of playing at home and if he starts off slow, now the crowd starts to get a little fidgety and I think that mm-hmm. starts to creep into his head. So, but yeah, man, I, I'll say this about Brady's comments. I agreed with him until he – well, first of all, and I think Alex Smith said this also, like, bro, you just retired. Like, this is – it's not like you left the game 10, 15 years ago and now you're looking back. Like, you were a part of this league just last year. That's that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Well, I think the other part of this that I feel is – that I disagree with him is he goes, the quarterback plays better. And I'm like, uh, sir, no, it's not. Like, no like, – no, the quarterback play is is not oh, I didn't even know he said that. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yes, he said everything. He said the quarterback plays better. He, yeah, he did say that because I remember I actually tweeted that out um, on, on Sunday. Okay, yeah. And to me, here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing with the league and why, to me, why these games have been so mediocre is because the quarterback play, we've lost a lot of the, a lot of the recipes, <laughs> as Michael Irvin would say. We're, we're losing recipes. That's my favorite. Right, when you it's it's one of all the the Michael Irvin like one liners and great moments. It is his greatest moment. Absolutely. Like I'm, um, he had to have been dealing with a woman or women in his life, where he was coming home from NFL Network after being there all Sunday, and all he wanted was a home cooked meal, and he was staring at Boston Market when he walked Man, in the door. She said, "Baby, I got this. I got this cheesecake factory for you, you know, uh, or maybe some hamburger helper." And he just wasn't. He like I ain't had to eat hamburger helper since I was living down in, in Miami right. in the hood. Right. Like, like nah, this is not what I want. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure at some point in his life, there was some woman or women that was frustrating his soul when all he wanted was a cooked meal, and Thanks. these new women wasn't giving him nothing at no all. Peanut butter and jelly. That's all. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, but but I I think like when you look at the quarterbacks who retired just like in the past like five to seven years, 
Cam, Philip Rivers. It pains me to say his name, but Eli Manning, Matt, Matt Ryan, Ben Roethlisberger, right? You start, you look at all these quarterbacks who maybe they weren't going to lead you to a championship, but they were going to produce quality football teams that could make the playoffs and in the right circumstances could make a run at times. And you look at what they've been replaced with. Zach Wilson, Kenny Pickett, Justin Fields is up and down. The Trey Lance experiment didn't work. Jimmy G is not is not what's up, right? Like you look across the league, the quarterback play is just subpar from what we have been accustomed to. And then, yes, when you do add in subpar coaching and bad coaching decisions, now you got a perfect storm where, yes, the defenses are catching up, but even worse than that, the QB play is reg- regressing. And so mm-hmm. now, like, teams just they're they're not what they're what we're used to seeing. Right. That's that's a that's a really good point. Yeah. I think yeah, it's it's definitely a lot of factors. And like I think the NBA is gonna have this in a few years too. Mm. Like when LeBron, KD, so. Steph, and all those guys go, I think we're gonna be like, oh, basketball's not as good anymore. It's like it might still be good, but you know, it's not gonna feel this it, it's gonna be our entire era that's gone, and we're gonna have to adjust to that. And we're gonna see how teams adjust and how the players like how people embrace like the newer faces of the league. And I think with football, like you said, it's just not as many good quarterbacks. Like yeah, it's so about on your I'll go, go ahead, go ahead. It's about what? I guess Mahomes, that conditionally depends sometimes, is up there. I mean, Josh, I put, Le- yeah. I put Le- Lamar. Lamar. Yeah. Um, Jalen. Right. Um, I'm definitely Joe. Obviously, we lost. I'll say his the other part, right? We lost a lot of quarterbacks and injuries. So, yeah. Joe Burrow. Yeah, that's true. You know, losing Kirk Cousins, it matters because he is a he is a decent and good quarterback. He's going to have 7,000 um, yards, apparently. I'm gonna tell you when you look at how many how many bad quarterback how many bad quarterbacks are across the league, like Kirk can basically call his number. Coming off an Achilles injury, he can probably call his number because, like, what else is that to me? That's the that went on his professional tombstone. Is going to say what else are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> that is yo. That is that is what's going to say. Like, like when you when you look at his uh, when his career is done and it's immortal, like it's done on his headstone is what else? We, I feel like that was what happened in Washington. They kept right. kicking the can down the road because they didn't have a better option. He becomes mm-hmm. the what the first quarterback ever to get a fully guaranteed deal in Minnesota. He got a second guaranteed deal in Minnesota because what else? Where else were they going to go? Yeah. What else are they going to do? And then even to this point, I, I felt like coming into this season. There were some rumblings about Justin Jefferson maybe not resigning in part because he was not in love with the idea of, of tying his prime to Kirk Cousins. But then, like, I, I, it started off poorly, right? But then they start to get run on this winning streak, and he's playing really well. And then he gets hurt, and it's just like, okay, another guy is going to get paid a lot of money, at least as a backup. Josh Dobbs comes in. He wins you a couple of games and keeps you afloat in the playoff race, right? But, yeah, like – uh, to me, if the Brock Purdy thing falls apart, I think San Francisco might be interested. Minnesota's going to be interested. If you're a team that has, you know, some aspirations of being some type of contender, you're going to give them a call. Atlanta, like Atlanta makes, once they fire Arthur Smith, get him out of here expeditiously. He got to go. He gotta go. Um, you know, if whatever coach they bring in, um, I, I would say Washington's probably sold on Sam Howe, but, you know, yeah. if they have any concerns about him. Like, to me, there are about five to seven teams where Kirk can just say, uh, guys, the bidding will begin in 15 minutes. 
may the odds ever be in your favor. 100%. Uh, and that speaks to well, the conversation, too, like the scarcity in quarterbacks where it's like, look, that's the opposite of Kirk Cousins. It's like, I know that's not bad, but I would like something better. Do you have anything better in stock? No, nah, we got Kirk. That's the best we got. Uh, sure, I'll take, I'll take Kirk home. I'll take Kirk home. It's cool. Absolutely. I mean, the the fact that C.J. Stroud is being considered as an MVP mm. and considered as a top 10 quarterback, like when was the last time you had a rookie? I mean, RG3, maybe his rookie maybe, year. Yeah. Um, because Andrew Luck's rookie season did not start. I mean, they made the playoffs, but I don't think he – I have to go back and look it up. Maybe he did kill it. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm tripping. Maybe he did kill it. But I feel like you have to go back to there. Cam threw for 4,000 yards in the season, but uh, they didn't make the playoffs. Like, they yeah, weren't they, a good they were team. Like, yeah, he was like 4,000 – he had like throwing 4,000 yards. They were, they were like 2-14 and 14 or something crazy. Like, they were bad. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, when you go and look at, you know, like, these rookie quarterbacks, like, they normally don't come in and take over the league like that. Right. And so, again, like, let me go back and see. I mean, uh, Andrew was – they went 11-5. and five, Oh. 4,000 yards. He threw a lot of interceptions, though. So, oh, it was 23 okay, okay. touchdowns, but 18 interceptions. Okay, yeah. So, he threw he threw a lot of interceptions. But, I mean, it's still a pretty good season. But, right. I mean, the but no one was saying of Andrew Luck in his first season, oh, yeah, he's top 10. Like, he just wasn't not in a league where you still had Breeze, Rodgers, Brady, Manning, right? Where you still had those guys kind of as your top tier. And then you got the Matt Ryans of the world who are still – the Big Bens of the world, the Elis of the world who are still around in that same window. And But, yeah, man, like the quarterback play is just – it's been – I call it the Blake borderization of the league. Wow. I like that. That's a good term. That's a good time. Yeah, I mean, because if you think about that run in 20, I think it's 2016, 2015, 2016, where they make it to the AFC title game, he wasn't overwhelming you with this play. It was good running game, good defense. Hey, Blake, two or three times a game, we need you to do something. Other than that, just don't don't screw it up. That's all all we're saying. Don't screw it up. Just just get us from – he liked that good old hoopty. Just get me from point A to point B. (laughs) That's all I need. That's all we need. Don't transmission just just hold on now hold on for me you know what I'm saying alternator don't don't you dare go out let me let me pray let me lay hands on you real quick right don't don't go out you know but that was what he was and to me that's what a lot of quarterbacks around the league is just mm-hmm. they're just asking to don't screw it up let the defense handle it make a couple of plays here and there and we'll be all right yeah yeah and then it's well even we even lost what we thought was an elite quarterback and would have made some conversations with that that man in Cleveland <clears throat> that one. You want to hear a theory I got about uh, as Bomani Jones calls him the nasty man? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I got a theory on Deshaun. My theory on Deshaun Watson is he did allegedly, let me just in case somehow this reaches his ears. Allegedly, he did all the all that nasty stuff with the women against their will. And to quote the great philosopher, T-Rex, he got away with it. But he didn't get away with it. Yes. To me, in my opinion, God spun the block on him and said, oh, okay. So you think you about to get away with all this stuff you're doing and get $250 million guaranteed? That football ability? I need that back. Yes. Because it does not make sense what happened to him. At all. His, his final season in Houston on a bad team, he was, he was not the reason they were losing these games. He was balling. He was playing great. And he showed up a year and a half, two years later, and you would have thought that man never picked up. Literally, it was if the Monstar said, 
and he just went. And now he's throwing passes directly to to uh, defenders. He can't he can't hit an open receiver to save his life. I know that game that the the last game where he got hurt, he went fourteen for fourteen. And granted, while well, I didn't see the game, so I can't speak to it directly. But from what I heard, people who covered the game say it was a lot of short short passes, right. downs, stuff like you should be able to do this, but we're not trusting you to do anything other than that. And I, I promise you, bro, every time I look at his stat line, that that belief that God took his ability to play football, it, it oh, I'm sixty five percent sure God took it now. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm 70% sure that God said, nah, nah, you got away with it, but you ain't getting away with it. Yo, you know what's so funny? That's in line with my theory. My theory is my theory was that, yo, he's covering in so much guilt, he can't play football no more. Because he, he's just holding all this guilt in from what he did. Because he know what he did. He got all this guilt. You know- and he trying, to hold, he trying to hold it all in. It's just not working. It's not working. Because I said the same thing. I'm like, yo, they were talking about, oh, he's falling off. Like, yo, he's not even 30. Why, why did this don't make, this is not a sensible fall off. This, didn't, this is not it logical. Is not. Especially given the last time you saw him play football, right. none of it makes sense. And the fact that, granted, Deshaun was always kind of banged up, even in Houston. But now we're to this point where it's just like, bro, like you are Mr. Glass. Like every time you step out on the field, like you concussions, shoulder issues, lower leg issues. Like, bro, like what, what is going on? And that to me, it's the only thing that makes sense. Either it's either, like I said, it's it's either the guilt eating away at him. And it's just like he just seeing like some massage hands every time. So you do right by me. <laughs> Everything you touch. Like oh, he just he, seeing this. When he threw the ball back, was he saw the he saw the massage. He saw he saw it. When he threw it, he was trying to yeah, throw, he, throw the football at it. He was like, ah, get away. Yeah, I'm telling you, he he's here, he's here, he's here, Andre 3000 album playing in his head because that's that massage heights type yeah. music. <laughs> He got Andre, he got them flukes playing in his head, and oh, all he sees is these hands just doing this every time <laughs> until you do right by me. Everything you touch, Deshaun, yeah. is going to fail. Like, bro, like, because it, like you said, it just doesn't make sense at it all. It doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, but yeah, I, I, this game, man, Sunday's gonna be fun. Um, a lot on the line, you know. The thing about me, everyone, I have a first, I have a confession, all right. You know okay. how cool that right, like right. how cool that game was for like a non-Eagles fan Sunday or a Bills fan. Uh when they were down 17-7 yes. and playing like dirt, I had to work mm-hmm. Sunday night. So I chose sleep because y'all not gonna have me at work tired for y'all playing like this. I I need bed. You know, I had I, I went to sleep. <laughs> All right. I went to sleep. I woke up to a lot of texts and calls. I was like, oh, I was like, how they get 37? They had seven when I left at halftime. I've seen it score 37 points and a half. I don't know. Maybe last year. Uh, how did what happened? Probably here? last year. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Here? I was very confused. Um. But yeah, because I it's not. This is my thing. I always say, look. I saw. I looked at the schedule. I saw how the NFL uh, schedule makers decided that we need to play all our tough games back to back to back to back. And I was like, okay. So if we lose a couple games here and there, I'm gonna be fine with that. That's part of the game. What I don't accept is losing games because you're being stupid. Like, it was a ten to one penalty advantage in the first half. The refs were on our side. Hassan Reddick ripped Josh Allen's jersey, and they Man. said intentional grounding, big dog. Yeah, nowhere but yeah, intentional grounding. You know, <laughs> so I'm like, yo, the refs helped. The refs did everything they could for it. I can't mad at the refs. Y'all just like, nah, we don't want it. Like, yo, they gave you ten penalties, man. Do something. You know, um, it was bad play, frustrates more than anything. Just, just like losing a losing a game. We ask you well, but, uh, a couple things don't go your way. Fine, playing poorly and just not executing on the level. I know you know how to execute. 
That's what I, I, have, I have no tolerance for that. No tolerance for that. And Brian Johnson, Julio Jones screens need to not happen ever again. I can't. <laughs> that's the third. That's the second time. I'm like you can't keep doing this to Julio. You can't. No, not not the ghost of Julio Jones because no, he he's no. done. Obviously, you know he had that homie call in. He had AJ call in. Like, yo, my man need a job, man. Like, right. he help help my guy out, man. He you know he just he a good dude. You know he a hard worker. He'll he'll be here on time. He don't call in too much. You go ahead. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I vouch for him. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. But yeah, throw, throwing up screens to yeah. So like, why do you think it has been such a struggle for you guys on the offensive side of the ball? I mean, granted, defense. You've talked about the secondary having having struggles at points, but why offensively has it seemed like Jalen? I'll, I'll get to this after you answer this question. I know he he might be the MVP for uh, MVP leader at this point, but why do you think it's been such a struggle for them? Yeah, first I want to say honestly, even as an objective Eagles fan, he shouldn't be MVP. He sh- he shouldn't be. There should not be a quarterback. Well, we, there should not be a quarterback MVP this season. We can't. We cannot force this. I'm sorry. Okay, let, no let, let's have this combo now. I was gonna yeah, save that yeah. for after that question, but <laughs> bad, yeah, but, but no. there is no quarterback MVP this year. When I looked up after the game last week, like, oh, Jalen Hurts favorite MVP. I said. Huh. <laughs> like, right, like, like, I guess. What more must Tyreek Hill, AJ Brown, and Christian McCaffrey do? I'll throw Miles Garrett in there too from a deep from the defensive yeah. side. Yeah. I love what that. M- what more does Miles have to start break dancing before the snap? He's already playing basketball. <laughs> he going behind he he pulling the heads, he going between tween, tween. Like he's already doing all of this before the snap just to get y'all attention. Like what more? How many times must Tyreek run by people as if they're standing still to catch passes before we go, hey, this guy might go for almost two. He said he wanted to go for 2,000. He has to average, I looked it up, 112 yards a game the rest of the season. If he can do that, he will hit the 2,000-yard mark in a season. Very doable. (laughs) It's very – It's. Man, because he can go for 60 at any time. Like he can get right. that in a half. So I mean, I don't I don't know. Like I, I've seen, you know, CJ Stroud should be top for what? Like I get it. I get it. You weren't expecting that this is the the what in battle rap I call this the curse of high expectations and the gift of none. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, no offense to none none, but shout out to none. I do got respect for none none, but that's what Love I call that. it. Yeah. Um I get it. Y'all don't have high expectations for the for the Texans, and they've exceeded them. But that doesn't make you the MVP just because that he's play, he has played really well, right? Sure. But yeah, like to me, what Christian McCaffrey's done for San Francisco and their offense, he makes the thing go. He made he you, that team took off the moment they got him. 100%. Um, what Tyreek has done in in Miami and what AJ was doing, where he was. What was it? Six straight games, one hundred twenty-five yards. Yeah, yeah. He turned Calvin Johnson for six weeks. Yeah, like, bro, like, like, what are we like? If this, if this is year, you can't have a non-QB winner. We're never going to get one, right. no matter what a a a non-QB does. And it it frustrates my soul. Like, if Jalen Hurts gets his MVP simply because he has the best record on the best team. Okay, yeah, yeah. sure. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be like, yeah, go Jalen. I'm also gonna be like, that's not. That's not the person. It's not the person. Because I have the same top three as you. I said. I said the same thing earlier today. I said when I, I was. I was on. Um, Kane said. I said. Uh, McCaffrey, 
Hill, AJ, one of the three. I don't care which one, one of the three. It's one of it's not, you're not, we're not doing this with the quarterback this year. We we cannot force this. Like, cause, cause you know what you give a good, you know what you give a good rookie quarterback with like a six and five record? You give him rookie of the year. That's what you do. You give him rookie of the year and we go on about our day. That's that's what we do. We, we don't give him MVP. That's what, yeah. Not not unless he has the greatest offensive season of all time and the, the number one seed in his conference. Yeah. yeah, if if that's what if that's what CJ Stroud does, absolutely. Come on down, my boy. You earned it. But short of that, man, like it's just I hate the fact that it's become that this award has become a quarterback award. And right. I get it. Quarterbacks make make this thing go around. They make this this game work because so much has been placed on their shoulders. But dog, like Jalen Hurts, I get it. Now his final stat line looked amazing, but for about three quarters, that was woof. Struggle bus. That was that was Steve Rogers before the Captain America series, <laughs> the first three quarters. Yeah. But uh to get back yeah. to your question, I yes, think sir. part of it, one, I think it's I think Jalen isn't fully right for one. Even mm, before okay. even before the knee contusion, he wasn't taking a lot of the chance he did last year. And part of it was like, I wonder if he's in a mindset of I don't want to go into the playoffs hurt again. Cause you know he got he got banged up for the playoffs last year and he's probably still a little bothered because even that Giants game that they won it was the Giants they were like look just just chill bro we ain't got to do a lot 49ers games like hey rocks out just we just gonna just go get this win real quick you know he didn't have to, he wasn't he yeah. wasn't required to do a bunch but I do think that bothered him more than he said he'll never say it because he just doesn't say anything ever um but I do think he's probably trying to be a little more conservative with how he uses his body remember last year it'd be like week three he trying to truck defenders like hey man it's week three big dog go ahead and slide i don't want to do that just, just hold hold that hold that for later hold that energy for later you know so i think that's part of it i think play calling is another part of it i just don't sometimes i like brian johnson sometimes i really don't like brian johnson and sometimes like you know he's he's fine um a second and 22 draw in arrowhead stadium almost broke me i it really almost broke so, me that call though because you you're not expecting that right you're expecting it to be a pass so you're expecting linebackers to to be back retreating you're expecting to get that rush coming upfield you want to invite it right so i it's a it's a it's a play out of the early 2000s right <laughs> uh, i'm not i'm not gonna right. lie to you right that that's the that's the logic but i'm not mad at that call that's fair. That's fair. I'll accept that because I, I I don't know if you saw the tweets, but I, I about four in a row. I just said a second and twenty two draw, and then I and I spelled it. I didn't. I said I said it in number form, then I spelled it like in like fully spelled it like a second and twenty two QB draw. I don't. Yeah. Um. But I do think part of play calling, part of just man, like you said, the league always catches up. They had a year to watch Eagles tape. It was like okay, we know what they want to do. Let's take some of this away. Now the manager pull games out, but the league is getting a little better, and O line's a little older. I love, I love all of those guys, but Johnson's been a little been out a couple of times this year. Kelsey's been in and out of games. I think he missed one or one game or two this year. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think it's a combination of just this is how this is football and it's not going to be as dominant. But yeah, I do think Hurts has just not looked as calm in a lot of situations as he did last year. I think part of it is maybe wants to take more chances, and part of it is just he just isn't he's not as healthy as he wants to do and doesn't want to do too much. But no, they have not looked consistent at all, and I do think it's it's a combination of a lot of things. But um, which scares which scared me because you know I watched you know one of the best you know I watched the MVP quarterback little quarterback get hurt and then never be that good again in his life. So I always have like slight I got PT, I got PTSD from that Carson Wentz stand time. But there's more winning taking place. So I'm like okay, you know what hurts hurts still doing this little thing. But no, I, I think it's a little bit of everything on this offense. I really do. I really do. 
but yeah. That... So as a as an Eagles fan, how do you feel about the brotherly shove? I mean, there's a lot of a lot of talk about whether the 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 play should be outlawed. If it's good for the game, what? How do you feel about that play? It's a modified quarterback sneak with like one of the greatest offensive, one of the greatest centers of all time. Uh, you know, sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. We have Jordan Mylotta, Lane, Lane Johnson, and Jason Kelsey on the line, and a quarterback that's squatted 600 in college. I, I, you know, I know what you want from me, but I'm like, yo, it's a quarterback sneak, guys. It's just a quarterback sneak in an interest formation. You know, the Bills did it because they got Josh Allen, and I saw that. I said. Oh, that's how I, I said. Oh, that's that's what it feels like, huh? That I, I saw it was a few Josh Allen plays the Sunday. I'm like, that's what it's like, huh? That's that's what be going on. <laughs> Man, listen, listen. As much as I am a Mahomes fan, like there are things that Josh Allen go does, where I'm just like, like this is this is the end game for quarterbacks because of how how his physical makeup. Right, because he is nearly impossible to bring down. There were several times where I think, "Oh, the Eagles got him! Like this, this play's done." <laughs> and he just shimmies. You know, they grab yeah. him. He shrugs him off, and then he's throwing that touchdown throw to Diggs at the half. Was oh yeah, like I literally stood up and said, "Oh crap! He he got that ball to Diggs, like, right. and he caught." Like I could not believe that that pass got there with. Uh, even with all the heat that he put on it. Uh, but yeah, like he, he's like Thanos to me. Like that's the end game right there. Like when he, when he's on that team becomes incredibly hard to beat. And I, I know they've, they'll probably make the playoffs because I think the AFC North is going to cannibalize itself and so on and so forth. But yeah, but yeah, man, like that guy, but no, as far as the, as far as the push, like, I just want to see, I don't wish injury on Jalen Hurts. Not I don't wish injury on anybody because I, yeah, I think yeah. that that's super lame. But I would like to see, and I think some teams have tried it. I want to say the Chiefs might have tried the Super Bowl. Just jump over the top, yeah, and yeah. just try to just try to jump over the top, <laughs> right. grab Jalen by the by his neck, and, and try to get the get the Draymond going. Just get the Dray, right, right. <laughs> just get him and just start dragging him back. Um, Every I don't, week, I don't know what else you can do. Every week I'm waiting for the Dave to like, okay, I wonder if this is the week somebody has a formula that ends this, ends the show. And now we are here putting on fourth down like like the rest of like like these peasants in the league. Now we got to punt on fourth down. <laughs> <laughs> now we got three I downs mean, like I, everyone else. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna have to be the injury. It's gonna have to be like an injury to somebody. I mean, because what the Giants try to do it, and I feel like they're they're three of their linemen haven't been back since. <laughs> and that was like week like four. Right, right. This was funny to me when um, people like, oh, it's not safe. I said, yo, Mahomes dislocated his knee on a QB sneak like three years ago, dog. Now, li- listen, listen, li- 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 let me get these bars off real quick. Go ahead, talk to me. Yo, Andy, Andy, <laughs> you got the dude. You got, bro, it's the last thing they're expecting at this point. When it's fourth and one, fourth and half a foot, I'm not going to, I might send you the screenshots I took because I still got them in my phone. When they played Miami, their last offensive possession is third and one. They run a play. They it was a play action play. Uh, I think uh, McKinnon's in the game. Blitzer comes through. McKinnon submarines and takes him out. He's looking for Kelsey. He's looking middle of the field. Justin Watson's covered. Kelsey's covered. Sky Moore is open. He's beaten Zay, not Zayvon Howard. Uh, Holland. He's beaten Holland. I think that's his name. Um, he's got him turned around. Just throwing the ball. He doesn't throw him the ball. He ends up throwing the ball away. They punted away. I took a screenshot before the snap and right after the snap. There's a gap this big. 
no lie to you, there's a gap that big where all Mahomes had to do at the snap is just go to his left, take two steps, fall down. Nobody's going to fall on you. Yeah. Because they're not expecting you to run. You don't have to, you don't have to get no tush push. You don't have to do no brotherly shove. You can simply go to the line as if you're going to hand the ball off. If you see that huge gap, and I feel like um did Jalen do that? I know the touchdown they they ran because yeah, they of the way it was designed, but yeah. They had, but they, they had, had a, a play one earlier in the game, yeah. Well, like it was a, they lined yeah, up like well, they were gonna sneak and it didn't. Um well, well no, 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 no. I'm there. talking about there were there was a play where like I feel like they didn't they didn't line up in a sneak formation. I think they just lined up regularly, but because the split on the defense, oh, it might yeah. have been the, yeah, it's happened a couple times. It was either yeah. it was one happened, of them that did it. Yeah, it's happened a couple times. Yeah, they just, just go get the yard. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, just go. Just he 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 went two feet, fell down, got the first down. Like, bro, I'm not saying do it during the regular season, but I'm saying in a high leverage situation in the playoffs, divisional round, AFC title game, do or die moment to either extend the drive in the game. If you see that this big gap. In between your guard and your center, whether it's left or right, bro, just simply, if I'm Mahomes, I would just go to the line and be like, hey, guys, what are we doing? We sneak. I hear what they're saying to me in his helmet. It's third in the foot. We gonna, we just going, if there's a gap, I'm taking it. If it's not there, then we'll run what's called. But I mean, because it's it's free money. And it so easy. it was a freak accident. I get it. It's your, it's your, It's the franchise. This is Jordan. I get it. But ain't nobody gonna get killed, smack. <laughs> sneak, <laughs> run the sneak when you got the opportunity. All right, man, I'm done. I'm done because I that no, situation bad. frustrates me as a as a chief supporter. That frustrates me like no other. Just run the yeah. sneak, man. Right, right, right. Because I, I forget. I remember. I remember hearing that. I think. You, I think you told me that earlier. We talked about the Chiefs that they just don't run sneaks anymore. And I forgot. I forgot about that. Yeah, they were like, "Nah, one time that's enough. Never again. Nope, y'all hurt. Can't do it anymore." That man. That man dislocated his kneecap, and they've been. They they done use Blake Bell to try to run the sneak. <laughs> they hand the ball to the fullback on third and one. They had that. They don't run it anymore because they don't have Tyreek. But they had the little play where Tyreek he goes in motion. He gets oh to the yeah spot. the little yeah yeah the little yeah, in and out the mm-hmm. little in and out play. They run right. that play. They do anything but tell Mahomes to take to fall forward because they don't want nothing to happen. And I and here's my thing: if Mahomes was one fragile or two. If he wasn't running around the field playing backyard football <laughs> for for four quarters when he's trying to escape this rush, it would make sense. Right. But he out here doing all this other stuff. But man, bro, like I said, it's gonna be okay. It's it's yeah. it's not your fault, Andy. Just just like I said, just one, one time, time when one you time. really need it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, but yeah, I think I think that's the thing about the shove. I think the shove is just a unique play to a specific archetype of quarterback or line. Because, like mm-hmm. I said, the only a few teams maybe to pull that specific one off. So I think it's just it's a unique play. You can't ban a unique play that one team excels. You can't ban it just for being a good play. It's not. It's not. There's nothing uniquely wrong with it. It's just it's a copycat league, and y'all try it, and y'all realize, oh, we not good at that. We ain't got the 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 the, uh, the facilities or the people for that. Get a better O line. I'm gonna tell you. I mean, look, look. Brock tried to run the sneak and got a concussion. Got <laughs> smacked upside the head. You know, I mean, yeah, you sometimes know. just bring the old school sneak back, man. Just bring the old, don't don't make it so obvious. Bring the old school sneak back, you know. That that's still good. That didn't have to go away. You know, kick it old school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So let me so how you think this game goes Sunday? <sighs> Sunday, um I think you and I are both stressed for four quarter. Well, I'm I'm ready to give up in the first half. And then <laughs> <laughs> then you know you're chilling, and then second half we're both stressed. 
Uh, I think Sunday's game comes down to one or two plays where either Nick, uh, Nick, I almost said Nick Shanahan, <laughs> where either uh, Kyle Shanahan gets the better of Sean Desai or um, Brian Johnson gets the better of Steve Wilson. They'll come out of one or two just really good play calls. And realistically, my realistic brand because I don't I don't pick the Eagles publicly too much. I don't do that. Um, I do think I I believe Shanahan the play caller, right? I think if anybody can exploit a defense that has a bad secondary, um, it's my it's Kyle Shanahan. So I think the 49ers get this game by about three. I'm thinking like a weird a weird three though, like 22 19 something that doesn't make sense something strange. I think that's what I'm looking at. Uh, um. It's cool. I'll pick yours and you pick my team, and then we'll just go in the neutral because we didn't no one affect <laughs> So I'm going to take the Eagles. Yes, because I am a pessimist. So like, you know, if they win, if the Niners win, it's like they, they exceeded my expectations. I'll say this before I give my pick. All I ask for from my team is be competitive. I don't care, you know, because I can't ask for anything more than that. Like you don't right, you don't owe me a win. Right. Like I can't go into mm-hmm. this thing expecting a win because the other team gets paid too. they they practice, they run plays, they watch film, all this good stuff. So with that being said, I'm picking the Eagles simply because I do think now, granted, maybe there's some things that Shanahan can take from. I feel like the Chiefs had a good running game against them first half. I feel like they abandoned in the second half. I feel like that one particular drive from Buffalo, but they just said all runs. Oh, man. They were like, no, nah, we got to pass. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, and they were they were hitting for ten yards a pop just about every time they handed the ball off. Yeah. Um, so maybe there are some things that can that Shanahan can exploit, um, but I just think that the interior of the Eagles front is going to make enough plays against the Niners O line that will be that'll put San Francisco in some situations where it's you know second and ten, second and nine, second and eleven. And, you know, Brock Purdy is not Josh Allen. So he's not escaping Hassan Reddick or Brandon Graham or Fletcher. Co- or it, Name, name yeah. the Eagles front player. He's not. Yeah, he's not going to be able to escape them with the same aplomb and ease that uh, that that uh, Josh Allen did. So I. I really, I really wish we could have got this game last year because I, yeah. like I said, I feel like the pressure, I do feel like the pressure's on the Niners to prove a point, to try to pick up a game, and I just think it's going to be too much, and I think they'll lose, um, and they'll probably meet again. To me, I got all the respect in the world for the Lions, I think, but I think they are a year away, and Jared Goff has been looking like the, he, he the Rams era. Yeah. Listen, man, I, I'll say this. I appreciate him, um, you know, like uh, like Thanksgiving tradition with the turkey and the ham. I appreciate the Lions stinking it up on Thanksgiving. Like it really it wasn't feeling like Thanksgiving because like they were good. Right. And they were right. playing really well and, and they showed up and snuck up the joint. I'm like, it feels like summer madness again. It feels like Thanksgiving now. You know, like, you know, this is the Lions stinking it up on my TV at 1130 in the morning. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I just feel like the class of the NFC are the the Lions, the Cowboys, and the Niners. And one of those three teams will be facing each other in the NFC title game. Um, Yeah. And 
I, I really wish last year we Brock wouldn't have got hurt. I still, I, I will believe, I, I'll say this. I do believe in my heart they probably win that game. Just because it was, even without Brock, it was still competitive until the end it of was. the second, in the second quarter. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at that you at know? all. Yeah, I'm not mad at that at all. Um, so I, I think they would have won that game, in my opinion, but. Yeah. Uh, too little, too late. Can't can't worry about that. I just want to see Nick Sirianni get his come up at least this week. At least one week. This one week. This one week he, of it. One. Hey, listen, listen, listen. They can win the Super Bowl. They can win at least for this week. Yeah. Let let us have let us have this one. And you know what I? I you know what I said before. See, I said, yo, I'm fine splitting with it. Before when I saw nine on the screen, I said, look, if we split, but they get the regular season, we get the playoff game. I'm good with that. I, I will I will make peace with that because that's the thing. The idea of playing them twice is what I don't like. Cause I remember I said they we both they want this game so bad they they gonna want this game so so bad. I'm like a split is fine with me. That's how I feel. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to talk myself into a split with the Cowboys being okay. Cause it, logically, that should happen. We should split depending on how that game, seeing how that game went there at home. It, it should be a split. Am I gonna treat it like that that Sunday? Check Twitter and see. You will see how I handle it. We'll see, how, <laughs> we'll see how I end up handling it ultimately. But in my mind, I'm like now a they- split is okay. When his teams are this good, a split is perfectly fine. It is okay. But yeah, that one seed is so crucial in the NFC because I don't want to, like I said, I don't believe in the Lions. I don't want to play them though. I don't play them with confidence. That's I don't fair. see them get confidence. If they get confidence, I don't. I don't want Dan, a Dan Campbell team with confidence. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Although again, I, at the end of the day, I keep coming back to, no matter how well he plays, it's still Jared Goff. That's that's ultimately a fact. That's really a fact. Like 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 I, when they respect, went on Thanksgiving, respect. they'll be ready. When they went on Thanksgiving, it's like okay, they're ready now. They're ready. <laughs> man, <laughs> they're, they're man, finally ready. Like I, they're finally ready. But yeah, like I feel like it's still Jared Goff, and I feel like if you can, again, I feel like the Packers showed a lot of a blueprint of how you beat them. Right, you're a one, you get the lead on them, obviously, but two, you get that pressure on Goff, and yeah. you can he'll he'll revert to his old way. So, but yeah, man, I just I just like those three teams, man. Like either way, it's going the playoffs are going to be very fun. Absolutely. I want that one seat because I want the road to go through San Francisco because it's going to be a lot harder to beat whoever it is. If it's Dallas, right. if it's Detroit, if it's any one of those four teams, it's going to be a tough road to hold if you got to go into their stadium yeah. and get a win. Because I do think, I mean, I'm not going to say refereeing is tilted to home teams, but it, I mean, I think, I think data has shown that, yeah. that, that calls yeah. are more home and teams I'm- are more likely to get calls. I'm not allowed to say anything about officiating after the last two weeks. I'm I'm not allowed to say anything. Yeah, we've we've had we've had I a mean, nice couple weeks. We had a nice couple, we had a nice little stretch. <laughs> it it but I guess the thing is like so while I will point out, so I feel like the Cleveland game for the Niners, there are a bunch of calls. So who was that? Who was that who fumbled? Was it AJ Brown? Yeah, yeah. When they saw it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've seen that exact play. I think it was the Chiefs. It wasn't the Niners. I forget who they were playing. But I've seen that exact play where it's like he caught the ball, one, two, boom, called a fumble. And I'm just like, I don't – at this point, I don't know what is or is not a catch and a fumble anymore just because it's it's called so inconsistently. Yeah. But I am I am quite tired of seeing fans get on Twitter and cry about, oh, Mahomes and the Chiefs, they got the, they got the refs in their back pocket or this team, they getting all the yeah, calls. Yeah, they got us in that, cat- in that category them. now. They win the category now. I saw it yesterday, like, oh, the Chiefs and the Eagles get all the calls. I'm like, oh. Okay, we're here now. We're at this. Like, we're at this phase of the fate of of the of the uh, winning. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, bro. Like, look, officiating is a problem in the league. Um, I feel like we have this conversation every year. Yes. Um, 
but I, for the most part, it's a tough job. They get it right most of the time. It's just, I yes, know. I would like them to get it. To me, they need to have, and it'll never happen because the refs are not going to, they're not going to big boy, big brother, those guys on the field. But to me, every call needs to be reviewed. Just like, I don't know if it was this game or the Sunday night game where it was a fumble. And before they could, before the next snap, they went, oh, we already reviewed it. It's not a fumble. Play on. Right, right. Right. Like they, they need to have that for like roughing the passer and pass interference and some of these other things like that play where, where Jalen, I'm not Jalen with Josh basically gets, you know, gets his shirt ripped. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he tried to pull a Hulkamania on, <laughs> on his shirt. Like dog, like you got to be able to look at that and go, Hey guys, y'all missed, y'all missed this. Right. Like, okay. He, he, he was intentional grounding, but it was because he's being mauled by a human being. Like another man was mauling him. And so that's why he had to do that. So yeah, let's give them, let's give them the horse collar play, get them 15 yard or the half the distance to the goal and we play on. So I don't know, man, but to me, there's too much crying about officiating and it being the reason why teams lose games. No, the players ultimately lose the games. Now, right. Unless we're talking about like the saints and old boy knocking the bejesus out of the wide receiver on what should, on the most egregious non-call in football history. That was different. Uh, that was really crazy. And, and and even then, though, the Saints still could have won the game. Right. That's I said that too. Like, yo, the Saints had a shot at winning that game. I remember that. Right? It went to overtime. Yeah, and they got the ball. They had the ball first. Pick. Yeah, yeah. They had the ball first. So mm-hmm. I mean, they still had a chance. I understand that. Hey, yeah, you're in a position to run the clock out, kick the field goal, and odds would have been in your your favor of that happening for you, but. Even then, bad snaps happen, mishandles right. happen, miss kicks still happen. But, but yeah, man, like pe- teams got to stop. Fans got to stop, bro. They they mess up. It happens. Live with it. Right. Your team got to be good enough to overcome it. Um, for, for right, you know, if yeah. you want to win. So yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I think that's it. I don't think I had. I don't think I have any more points, man. We're gonna have a good week. Um, peaceful. We're gonna pray. We're gonna be prayed up. You know what I'm saying? Pray the Lord. Uh, Absolutely. Over us mentally. Cause I'm gonna develop some kind of. They're gonna give me some kind of heart problem this year. I don't know what. They're gonna give me something. I'm gonna have something. They they're just they hate they hate me. So uh, but, oh yeah, I'll that's what I was gonna say. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Talking about the one seed thing. You know what my favorite playoff week is. What's that? Wild card weekend when your team not playing. When you got the bond wild card weekend. <laughs> that's the best weekend in football. That's the best hey, playoff listen. weekend, man. Listen, f- sports are much more fun when it's not your team involved. Oh, when yes. you can just sit. For the love of of whatever you're watching and enjoy it, and you are absolutely right. When you can sit at the crib and you can just put your feet up, and it's, I'm pretty sure they're gonna throw one of these games on Amazon Prime soon enough. Right, right. And you you begrudgingly get on Prime because I hate streaming football games. On, <laughs> but you get on Prime and you're watching Al Michaels listlessly and with the most boring tone ever call a game. Uh, Al Michaels. Uh, let me let me stop. I could I could talk about Al. Anyway, much respect to Al. He's a legend. But um, but yeah, that's the greatest time of the year when your team is is out the week off. They can rest up, get their mind, get their bodies right, get their minds right. You know, prepare for whoever. Yeah, man. man. And y'all and y'all got it. Y'all got it just for the second year in a row. It's it's all y'all, man. We hope. We hope. You know, man. Keep, keep it together. Short short of a collapse. Y'all schedule yeah. posts. Yeah, I mean, you're going to be favored in all these games. Seattle stinks. I hate Seattle, too. Speaking of teams that I hate, I hate <laughs> Understood. Seattle. Understood. With, a, with an absolute passion. I got the yeah. group chat, and I said, hey, Gino, 
we wrote back. We said you're trash. <laughs> like I, I don't, I don't, I don't get on Twitter and really go crazy like that. You know what I'm saying? I try to be low key yeah. online, but yeah, in the yeah, group yeah. chat, I went crazy. Nah, I respect it. But yeah, man, like yeah, y'all schedule. I mean, you get what the the Giants twice. Finally, we finally the, get our Giants game. The, <laughs> so. Let me let me let me say this about Giants fans. I am so glad that they're winning football games. Yeah. Because there are a couple of Giants fans that I followed that that to me were a little bit obnoxious about Caleb Williams and, and some other teams. Yeah. Um they were they were just gloating a little bit too much at other teams' failures. And so to see yeah. them w- lose by winning made me so happy. Made a me Giants so happy. fan but yeah, hop my mentions during the during the uh, Chiefs game. Like I know that who I think it is. I know I know good and well. <laughs> That ain't what I think it is in my mentions about a Chiefs game. I know you're not. Listen, I know you're not doing this right now. Listen, don't talk about who beat me till you Dude, beat me. Facts. A great philosopher, Tay Rock, yes. said, poet <laughs> laureate of, of the of the United States. <laughs> but yeah, like yeah, but y'all schedule down the stretch, man. It's it's again if some if y'all lose to the the Giants at all, the Cardinals. Um, yeah, we deserve less. We deserve less at that point. Yeah. Yeah, you deserve a two C at that point. Honestly, you deserve a yeah, two C. So. Gonna have to take that. Yeah, you go go earn it. You blew it. You blew it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. You, what Shannon Sharp say? You can do it outside you want. You lost that game. Yes. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so yeah, man. A one, thank you, man. Uh plug your, you know, plug your content. You know, y'all make sure you follow the home. Yeah, man. Um, check us out. Um, uh, you can follow me at either at a one, the LP that's all letters. So if you just go a one T help, or you can follow the podcast page at brains and bars on Facebook, Twitter. Um, you can search for the show. It's a black and white thing. I do it. With my homie, a ward. We're supposed to record tomorrow. We are the most, um, sporadic podcasters of all time because we will go <laughs> six months without doing the show and then just pop up for like two months and then we'll go away again for another sabbatical. But we're supposed to record tomorrow. You can check us out on, out on YouTube by searching at Brains and Bars there as well. Um, yeah, man. And I appreciate you having me on, man. It's always a good time when I'm able to holler at you, whether it's, you know, I'm mainly on Twitter. We see each other a couple of events here and there or here on the podcast. So I appreciate you, man. Always, man. Good talk to you. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. Y'all have yes, good sir. Listening.